0: This is Talkback. 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309.
1: This is News Talk KGVO. AM 1290 and 98.3 FM. KGVO. Missoula's news and weather station.
2: Hey, welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages. It's the uh, Thursday edition of Talkback brought to you by friends at brooklyn bagel and bakery authentic new york bagels and pastries all the way from little italy you can trust me on that they can be found right here in missoula out on north reserve at brooklyn bagel and bakery it's also brought to you by phillips janitorial now if you have a a home or a business that needs cleaning only one number to remember it's 406-260-6617 because no job is too big or too small for phillips pardon me phillips janitorial
0: the views and opinions expressed on TalkBack are not those of the staff, management, or advertisers.
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, there he is right there, the fabulous one and only Nick Questionson. Good morning. Now, you are not sitting down today. Well, we've probably got
3: to stand up and take a bunch of calls, I hope. Yes,
2: yes, absolutely. i uh, I, I was been promoing this all day, and I we talked you. about it yesterday when we had the gentleman talking about his wildlife book. And uh, so, hey, sometimes people just, just kind of get, you know, they get it all stored up, and they need a little... <laughs> to to open the open the floodgates. But, uh, hey, it's open phones, whatever might be on your mind this morning, 721-1290. And our friend Dave is already taking advantage of open phones. Dave, good morning, sir.
4: Yeah, good morning. I would like to talk about something that uh, is, is on the news on every station but Fox. Go for it. And that is, as far as I know, is a the, is the lawsuit by Dominion Voting Machines against Fox. It's a 1.5 billion... Uh, uh, sued against them that mm-hmm. claimed by Dominion that they, that Fox uh, knew that Dominion machines worked fine and that they and that they uh, falsely ran down the the machines for Dominion to win it has to prove actual malice right and that is again that is that Fox knew that the machines worked fine and that they they allowed people to on their air to to Tell lies basically, and it, it Rupert Murdoch has uh, made statements that helped, in my view, help Dominion's case. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there.
2: Well, what what do you think is going to happen, Dave?
4: Well, I'd like to see it go to trial. I I really would. I mean, people like Dude, Lou Dobbs got got thrown under the bus by Rupert Murdoch and i'd like to see him on the witness stand talk about whether or not i mean there was an actual effort on the whole station to do false information and it would really be fascinating to to see all this play out and um now now, and, now know, what
2: I'm, go go ahead sorry go ahead
4: you know i i believe in free speech and this is all about free speech too but uh actually purposely spreading lies is something that hurts free speech in my view and and um there is there is limitations of free speech and uh i just like there is limits to own gun ownership uh, it's just a matter of where that line is drawn
2: okay now spe- speaking of free speech there there are a lot of uh, of things that happened during the pandemic that people could say you know like Dr. Fauci and, and the and the WHO and all, all these all these other organizations that you know basically have they claim that they were lied to uh, by these individuals are, are lawsuits uh, underway against them?
4: I'm not sure, but I'm sure you know you have to you have to prove again you have to yeah. prove yeah I, yeah prove you,
2: have to, you have to prove malice so that that they knew what they were saying was not correct and yet they kept on saying it anyway right.
4: But no, it has to be more than that. It actually has to be economic uh, damage to the person, ah, or, or, gotcha. or uh, in this case, Dominion. Okay. Uh, they were economically damaged by, you know, their machines for sale. So, just telling a lie about someone isn't good enough. You have to okay. show uh, some financial damage.
2: Okay, so 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 it's got to be a costly lie.
4: Pretty much so. Yes it's sad to say but maybe maybe there should be some more cost involved in that uh most most uh, uh broadcasters you know if you if you're going on the air saying a lie and you're you're working for someone and they get caught in a lie you get fired well that doesn't always happen and it appears maybe it didn't happen at fox but but uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what the trial says. Has anyone
2: and, has anyone been fired at Fox for for talking about uh, this company?
4: Well, Lou Dobbs, I believe, was let go, and there were a few others. They're, okay. they're not saying right. why they were let go, but right. but uh, uh, it it doesn't look good for for um, you know Lou Dobbs. You know why was he fired? I would like to know. Was is it that? Was it because he? Or was it was it a, a policy of the Fox Fox mm-hmm. Group mm-hmm. to say you know we want to make money for by running down the Dominion machine so uh, Lou Dobbs do your thing but if you get caught we'll just throw you away wow. I mean that that's a good question and I, I, it's going to be interesting I hope it goes to trial
2: Oh, we'll see what happens thanks Dave appreciate the call Matt oh
4: oh, oh go ahead another point go ahead, go uh, ahead. Uh, there is a potential a trial coming up on um on uh, a US senator was supposedly uh told um, was threatened and uh in Montana senator and it's going to be interesting to see that trial
2: Oh <laughs> yes Senator John Tester was threatened by by an individual and they they have been arrested and I'm sure the the charges will be will be uh, will be heavy because they he, the, the guy threatened I, I did that story and uh the, the guy threatened uh, if you if wanted to meet me face to face and I'm, I'm the one that will still be standing when it's all over yeah, there were very de- uh, definitely threats of, of violence and even death
4: but, but there will be arguments about free speech you know, yes right? that's so true it,
2: but there's only so far so you can tr- go with free speech don't you don't, don't you agree
4: yeah, that's what we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah, what are the limits of free speech? Right.
2: All right, Dave. Well, thanks. Thanks for the update. We appreciate it, man. Sure. Okay, we're going to come right back. Seven two one twelve ninety. Oh, hold on. We we have time to take one more call before a break. This is uh, Paul. Paul. Good morning. You're on talkback. Thank you for holding, sir. What's on your mind?
5: Good morning, sir. Uh, appreciate your time. Uh, it's that time of year where we have to get our hunting and fishing license. Yes, sir. And the uh, powers that be. Uh, decided that printing it on print paper is the way to go. You can do it at home. Uh, I don't disagree with that, but they recently stopped Bob Wards from printing them on real paper so that they're not destroyed every time you you fall in a puddle or it's raining or it's snowing. And uh, I called the governor's office office yesterday and talked to a very nice lady Uh who was going to relay that to Mr. Gianforte. And I think that uh, basically, Ms. G. said it a few times. They work for us, so why should they dictate this type of uh, foolery? In my right. in my opinion.
2: Now, now, now help know. me out here. I'm I'm not a hunter, okay? So I, I've never had to get a, a hunting license. So tell me, tell me the traditional way this has worked.
5: Well, you can traditionally you would go to a a, a, a dealer. Or, down to Spurgeon, where the the head office is
6: right,
5: give them the information, uh, prove that you've been in montana right. for for at least uh, you know i think it's six months or yeah. a year pay the money I've been here thirty two years right pay the money and and then you from that point you get a a number on your license that you can uh, go for different tags or permits throughout the state okay and traditionally they were printed on a oh kind of a, a almost a vinyl-type right. license that was water-resistant. and re- resistant. Yeah,
2: exactly, yeah. I can understand that, especially and if you're a duck hunter or a fisherman.
5: Exactly. And now you can print it on your computer, which also threw a kink in it, because I used to be able to get my license in February. Uh, I didn't have to wait till the 1st to do it. Okay. Now, because it's, the way it's computerized, you have to wait until the 1st to do it, and it comes out on printing paper. And that is, it doesn't. It just doesn't work. So, so, ba-
2: so basically, what the, what they're saying is, you can print it out, but you're you're on your own for weatherizing your license to make sure it doesn't get all smudged up.
5: Exactly, and you're responsible if you're, you're duck hunting, deer hunting, whatever, and you fall in a puddle and it falls right. apart in your pocket, right. and then you shoot an animal and try to tag it, then you know <laughs> what do you do? Yeah,
2: very interesting. Yeah. So, what what do you think the solution is, Paul?
5: Well, I think if a private realtor like Bob Ward's was doing it for years, was willing to invest and, and do the machine that would print on that paper, and you pay a little extra for it, which I was happy to do, and that license is basically indestructible for the year. And now that the state uh, apparently came out and said you can't do that anymore, uh, again they work for us, and I don't know why they they do what, I don't know why they're trying to make it more inconvenient. For the average guy sure,
3: go ahead Nick. Pa- Paul, are you allowed to print it out multiple times? I mean, say you know you print it out on that paper and it you know goes bad. Are you allowed to just get back on your computer or wherever and and print another one out for yourself or is it a one time deal?
5: No, you can do it for a fee
3: oh. and uh,
5: and you have to do it for every say you have a hunting license and a fishing license which is on the same piece of paper, but then you have five or six tags for antelope for bee license for deer and elk and all of that gets ruined that's five bucks a pop for everyone one of your...
2: well like paul listen i just want to let you know that uh catching the big ones the uh, the fishing show is going to be oh, yeah. uh debuting tomorrow at eight and uh i i will ask the captain and and denny and all those folks to address that during the show how's that sound
5: i much appreciate that all I right really
7: do.
2: we're way past the break paul thank you so much for your call and thanks for letting us know we'll be right back Thanks for the call. We'll be right back. Open phones, whatever might be on your mind this morning. seven two We'll be right back. Three people, you should be... Okay, we are back on Talk Back. It's open phones, whatever might be on your mind this morning. It's 721-1290. And Skip is on the line right now. Good morning, Skip. What's on your mind on open phones, sir?
8: Yeah, good morning, Peter. Um, I, I have all these things going on in my mind because I've been watching what's going on in our legislature. Okay. Uh, and it's... Uh I, I was kind of going to ask a question or make comments or both because there are things that maybe you are even more on top of than some. And uh, one of them is uh, uh, Ken Bogner's bill, SB 397, which has to do with facial recognition. Right. Uh, and and uh, even and he's uh, he's pro tem in the Senate. And, and the president of the Senate wrote a really nice article about it that's in uh, – uh, the Bitterroot Star explaining all parts of it, up upside and downside. I thought, and um, and and then there's another one that's really controversial. That, boy, I've gotten texts from from um, legislators and from and even this morning from people all over Western Montana that that are having trouble with up or down about uh, number 527, which is a House bill. Uh, a, a guy named Deming, who's a retired school teacher out of Laurel, put it up. And it, it's, uh, I, I got an alert from, uh, from uh, military retired military groups like VFW and Legion about this bill to vote it down, to please vote it down. And it, what it does is it preempts the governor's ability to use the National Guard. Uh, and wow. it's, it's very crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yesterday on Schultz's show, you know him, the the governor said right directly to everybody, this is a bad bill. Those were his words. Uh, I know cause I was listening and I listened to the other content, which was pretty much negative. Uh, and I'm sorry, it wasn't Schultz's show. It, it was Eric, Aaron's show.
2: Yeah. Aaron, but, Flint. Right. Yeah.
8: Yes, uh, Yeah. Sir uh and then uh there's a and by the way, that particular bill, even the adjutant general uh made a big speech about it, and it's telling people to ask their legislators to vote it down uh and and so uh I wanted to no no skip
2: skip can I ask a question real 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 quick what what is the yeah. reasoning behind? You know, uh, saying that not the the governor isn't the only person that can call out the National Guard. Why why would anyone want to change that? That's been in in, uh, in statute for years.
8: Thank you. And that's what Greg said on the, on the show the other day. He said it would it would uh, hurt his ability to use the National Guard for things in the state like forest fire control. First thing he said, right? Stuff like that. So I'm, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. Does it have this, something to do,
2: maybe, Skip, with uh, people maybe thinking, uh, well, maybe the Montana National Guard, because they're obviously sitting around not doing anything. That's the, you know, common ignorance. But, uh, <laughs> uh, well, let, let's send them down to the southern border and take care of those cartels. Uh, or uh, is, is, was that the direction or not? I, I'm just wondering out loud.
8: I really don't know. I think it's ridiculous and amazing. I I I think it's cloudy the way it's worded and the the all the commotion it's causing. I I mean it's it's here we are in today's age. Uh, it, it's wonderful that and I understand because I talked to two e E8s that both have been over in Afghanistan in the last five years. Uh, right before they pulled out that told me we 're getting a whole bunch of really good young people right now that are signing up for our for our uh, montana national guard and uh and they can 't believe that this kind of a thing is up there and and they don 't want it to disturb of course the quality of the individual young people that are trying to sign up and It was even on t v last night um the uh, one star general i think that 's uh, I can't remember his name right now but he was talking about how uh they're giving uh they're giving the sign-ups $500 each. Uh and that in fact I think that was in a bill bill I think it was a, a bill 82 that passed and that had to do with um, uh giving some money to to the individuals who wanted to sign up in our National Guard it was hmm. I mean it's, it's wonderful for young people to get invigorated about this, I think. You bet. Um, and then one I was going to ask about that I see on the TV, and maybe you heard of a guy named Peter Coyote. Yes, he, he was, he's he an actor,
2: a, famous actor, yes, sir.
8: And so meanwhile, he does, uh, he, he's doing a commercial about this House Bill 372 to vote against it, which has to do with, uh, I suppose, trapping all over the state. And and if anybody knew any more about that, I'd sure like to know about it. And I have I have two friends that are legislators that would like to know more about it because they're the kind of legislators that like to understand what's in a bill before they vote for it. Sure.
2: You bet. Uh, Skip, we're up against we're up against a break, my friend.
8: Thought I'd pass that out to you, and, and thank you for your show. I appreciate being able to speak to you.
2: You bet, and thanks for taking part in open phones. We're going to come right back. Uh, we, I believe, we have Mark waiting on the line, several other lines open, plus the KGVO app. If you'd like to message us, we'll be more than happy to throw that into the mix. Seven two one twelve ninety. We'll be right back.
9: When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince. The same way you plan each detail for those moments start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster sign up for local weather and emergency alerts prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan protecting your family is the best plan you can make get started at ready.gov plan
10: brought to you by fema and the ad council
2: all right, we're back on talk back uh, about seven minutes before the top of the hour. Let's go right back to the phone because it is open phones. Uh, Tim is on the line. Good morning, Tim. Turtle Tim, how are you?
5: Uh,
11: yes, good morning, Peter. Good morning, Nick. Yeah, thanks for having some open phones because there's, of course, lots going on in the world. You bet. Got uh, a pretty educated uh, audience here. Uh, one thing I want to do say is, uh, of course, we've got to protect our kids. We got to protect our kids; they're our future. And uh, one thing that happened recently that just shocked the heck out of me—well, some things, I guess, aren't shocking anymore. Well, what's been happening is the CDC has recommended that they add the uh, the COVID nineteen shot to the regular vaccine schedule. Uh, schedule for uh, is uh, include shots. For instance, the flu, the MMR, polio, and other inoculations. Uh, and the CDC doesn't have the authority to issue mandates. Uh, the good thing is now there are 20 states that, so that, are, that are bucking this trend. And uh, good news is uh, Montana is, uh, here it says, uh, Governor Gianforte says, I trust parents to raise their kids and do what's best for their kids' health on my watch state of Montana will not mandate the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, And of course, uh, there's also Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. As long as I'm around, he says, as long as I'm around and ticking and screaming, there will be no COVID vaccine shots for your kids. That is your decision to make as a parent. And of course, there are many grandparents out here, and I would also have them talk to the their children and grandchildren about this. Uh, that's about our kids. Uh, I think we sh- sure learned a lot the last uh, three years about this, uh, I'll call it a pandemic, is what it was, uh, and the all the fraudulent things that went on. Uh, I've got files and files and files and listened to hundreds of different doctors and, of course, hundreds of different cases. And for those that, don't know. I am vaccine injured and there are many more vaccine injured. We had one, uh, back in December, but he died right on national TV. And that was, uh, young Lamar, uh, with the Buffalo bills. Right. Uh, it turns out he did not, he uh, had his fourth booster days before that. Of course, they're not publicizing that very much because they don't want to get the bad publicity, uh, because, uh, Big farmers involved in everything we do. So those are uh, the big things I'd like to talk about today. Of course, another ugly thing as the border, but maybe somebody else will bring that up today.
2: You bet. Well, Colonel Tim, it's always a pleasure having you on the show, sir.
11: You betcha!
2: Thank right. you, guys. You take care. All right, we have exactly one minute left, and it's not enough time to for Emmett because I know he has a lot to say. So uh, here, here's what here's what we have: another hour of open phones coming up. We're just we're just kind of getting getting the wheels greased and getting started. So whatever might might be on your uh, mind this morning, the telephone number seven two one twelve ninety or one eight hundred five six eight five three zero nine. Now you can also use. The KGVo app. If you don't have the app yet, it is so easy to get. Just go to the app store, uh, find the and but uh, just type in KGVo. Boop. Uh, hit. Is that is that how it does? Yeah, yeah. Boop. Yeah. It makes that noise and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you can use the app. There, there's a message us button on the app, and all you have to do is get on there, type in whatever you want us to talk about. Don't forget, you can also win free bagels by clicking that button. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once a week, we give away uh, a box of bagels from Brooklyn Bagel and Bakery. And you, yes, you, ladies and gentlemen, could uh, take those home. So so open phones will continue after the top of the hour. Stay with us. This is Talk Back here on KGVO, 1290 AM, 98.3 FM, and, of course, the KGVO app for all of your mobile devices. So we'll be back. Stay with us.
12: I'm Chris Jakimic. I served in the United States Air Force, and I deployed three times. Being a veteran, it's interwoven into your DNA. It is really the absence of the connection and the purpose that can really drive a lot of veterans to some uh, negative thoughts. For those who are in a suicidal crisis, the window of time to save somebody's life is very short. Our duty is to protect ourselves and protect our families, and one way you can do that is the U.S. Survival... This is TalkBack,
0: 721-1290 or 1-800-568-5309.
1: This is NewsTalk KGVO, AM 1290 and 98.3 FM, KGVO. Missoula's News and Weather Station. Hey, welcome
2: back, everybody. Hour number two of Talkback is underway this morning. And of course, uh, it's hour number two brought to you this morning by Phillips Janitorial. You've got a business or a house that needs to be cleaned. Don't have time to do it yourself. Hey, no job is too big or small for Phillips Janitorial. Uh, their, their powerful steam extraction method can bring those tired and dirty carpets right back to life. Spick and span right there. Just give them a call at 260-6617. Get a free estimate there. Also brought you by... By Brooklyn Bagel and Bakery for all of your New York favorites you like New York cheesecake which is absolutely fabulous cannolis and don't forget those delicious bagel sandwiches uh Brooklyn Bagel and Bakery located on
0: North Reserve the views and opinions expressed on Talkback are not those of the staff management or advertisers
2: okay we are back on Talkback it's hour number two of uh, of open phones so let's jump right in I think uh, Mark is first right hey Mark good morning thanks for holding you're on Talkback
13: Good morning, guys. I need a little help with some math, and I was hoping somebody out there could could set me straight. <laughs> let, let let me take my uh, shoes
2: off so I can count my toes. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs>
13: yeah, uh, I was referring to uh, the mayor's uh, little uh, news release yesterday about yes. uh, the city making five hundred thousand dollars on their their sale of the sleepy inn and that kind of thing. Um, I can't see it, and I and I I need to understand a few things. First of all, they spent $1.2 million on it. Then the taxpayers flipped in another $1.7 million for, and I'm assuming that was for services rendered to the individual staying there. Um, but I also believe it was for improvements on the motel, so it made it suitable to actually put people in it. And he's claiming that, uh, that it, all of that hey, 1.7 million was
2: uh, Mark. Mark, may I may I do something for you? I've I've got the article right in front of me, and I, I can tell you word yeah, for word ahead. what he said. May I just repeat that for you? Yeah, here he is.
13: Okay, sure. I read it a couple of times. Yeah, but yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but a lot of folks haven't seen it though. That sleepy in property. This again. This is the words of our mayor, uh, Jordan Hess. That sleepy in property unequivocally saved lives and made the city money. Anything contrary to that is false information. We paid $1.1 million for the building. During that time, we were reimbursed $1.9 million from FEMA for our expenses. And we, in addition to that, received $718,000 in rent. Uh, Let's see. uh, We are, in in the next week or two, listing the property for sale for $890,000. So the $1.9 million in reimbursements was reimbursing costs but the $718,000 in rent plus the $890,000 listing price uh, is over $500,000 in excess of the original purchase price. So I think that's where his numbers are coming from. Does that help?
13: Right. Yes, it does. So, I, I, you know, if, if you're counting the improvements on the motel and the reimbursement cost, it's still a taxpayer-funded improvement, and it needs to go into the cost of the building. You know, so the taxpayers are not making money on this. As far as the seven hundred and twenty-eight thousand, I want to know who paid that rent. I'm betting it's taxpayers that paid that seven hundred and twenty-eight, thousand dollars in rent. And specifically, I think it was the county that paid it, because the county leased it from the city, if I remember my my facts correctly.
2: So um Yeah, the 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 folks who were there, uh the, the folks who were there is as he said let me just tell you uh because i've got the article here there were 395 people who stayed at the sleepy Inn for an average stay length of seven days uh doesn't say what the rate was for each person though that that was not a part of the story yeah. so go ahead
10: sorry
13: yeah and I, and I don't know whether they paid for it or whether the that was free to them and the county paid for it or what so i just need some more details on that um I I think the city itself, as an entity, may have made a little bit of money on it. The taxpayer, in general, lost big time. Is my point?
2: Okay. Now, why, why do you why do you so feel the taxpayer I, I lost? Why, why do you feel the taxpayer lost big time? Because because he's well, making it sound like it comes out about even there.
13: Yeah, I, I know he is, and, I, and, and he. I, I'll be honest. I, I don't have all the facts, but my gut is just screaming. Okay. Uh, I want to know what was in the, the, the reimbursement from the feds and what did it pay for. I want to know where the rent came from, the seven hundred twenty eight $718,000, okay? I want to know where the money for the deconstruction is taken out of all that. I didn't hear right. that in those numbers at all. I want to know where the numbers for the improvement fit into all that. I didn't hear that at all in his stuff. May I... Without that information, his numbers don't mean anything.
2: May I make a suggestion to you? Okay, uh, yep. the the uh, city council meetings are open to the public now, and you don't have to wear a mask, right? <laughs> now, now, you can either yeah. appear you can either appear in person or you can appear via Zoom. I would, if I were you, the next city council meeting is Monday night. Uh, just get on there and say uh, during the uh, they have an open session where you can make uh, comments on things that are not on the agenda, and I would ac- absolutely bring up every single uh, uh, question you brought up uh, to the council and put it in their lap and say, i want some answers can you help me
13: yeah uh, if they'd actually answer the questions you know that would be the the other part yeah i, I suppose they they might or might not but
2: because i'm wondering because where lord, lord knows i don't no, know no, 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 the no. I, I don't know the answers <laughs> go ahead yeah
13: yeah i i know you don't know. uh, you know i guess I, i'm curious you know i watch the local news on tv uh, and there is nobody asking any questions about anybody. This, it just blew right by it. It's like no nobody paid any attention to it at all. And uh, I, I just don't understand that from a reporter's point of view, because my my gut reaction to the whole thing was just I got to have more information on this. This doesn't make sense. and no, And maybe I'm just being too cynical. I don't know. Anyway, that's my two cents worth. And if anybody has any more information, I'd be glad to listen to it on the radio.
2: Hey, man. Thanks for the call. That's what Open Phones is all about. We appreciate your call, sir. Okay, we're going to come Thank right back. very much. We're going to come right back. We have a whole bunch of folks. We have Emmett and Ed and Harry and uh, Cast of Thousands, we hope, because that's what Open Phones is all about. Whatever might be on your mind this morning, uh, it could be a, a topic we've talked about. You want to update or just something brand new. Uh, 721 1290. We'll be right back.
13: This is your captain. We are going to be experiencing some slight turbulence. Please fasten your... Oh,
3: hold on. Just got a video of my cat.
0: Imagine the pilot
13: of an airplane was as confident as you are texting and driving. Seems kind of crazy
14: when you put it like that.
15: Visit org. a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
2: Hey, welcome back to TalkBack. Thank you so much, everybody, for responding so wonderfully to open phones. Rick has a quick comment about uh, the Sleepy Inn uh, topic we were on. Rick, good morning. Thanks for holding. Go ahead, sir.
0: Hey, good morning. Thanks.
6: So the FEMA money, how do you count that as a profit when it's taxpayers' Money. It's still taxpayer money,
10: so I I don't know. It's
6: just I find it kind of kind of funny how that's how they do their math. So
0: that's all I wanted to say.
2: All right. Well, thanks for the call, Rick. We appreciate right. it. Let's uh, jump right in. Emmett's been waiting the longest. Emmet, good morning. What's on your mind? Thanks for calling Talkback.
16: Oh, thanks for taking my call again. Well, a few things. There are some excellent. We we're talking about house bills. There's some excellent house bills. That I like people to vote for, H. Bill HB five seventy five. I'm not sure what it is. It's a pro life bill. It Restricts abortion somehow. I thought a couple of nights ago. It sounds really great. It whatever it is, I we will have to get some more information on it. If you could get some more info from me, for me or the listening audience, that'd be great. I don't know the bill number, but it's a Big Sky Scholarship Vouchers for Schools program. I don't know what that is. And maybe we could get more information on that. But House built 234 it bans obscene books to minors, schools, libraries, museums. Now, are you are you I are you think,
2: are you talking about the the drag show thing or uh, no? The
16: drag show that's something was different. HB okay. Right. HB fifty nine. HB two hundred thirty four bans obscene books to minors. yeah, you know, from schools, libraries, and museums. I don't think Romeo and Juliet would be banned. I think that that's absolutely ridiculous. Or some old novels. I think they mean obscenity. I, I can't describe obscenity on the air, but I, everyone I, knows it when they see it. I do
2: know, Emma, that I, I did read an article uh, about um, uh, one of the Democrat legislators, Democratic legislators, who uh, is a is a teacher and a former librarian, and she was really up oh. in arms that you know how, you know let's let's keep our hands off the public library, uh, keep your hands off the school library, uh, you know, let's let's. You know, trust the teachers and trust the administration to do the right thing on that. So uh, you have to look at both sides.
16: Yeah, I think I read an article in the paper like that. And I think they've just been disseminating obscene stuff and the gay agenda to kids. That's all wrong. So I don't think I don't think it's banning free speech. We're talking about free speech. I support political speech always. And I don't think Fox should be sued for what they said about Dominion. But obscenity is different. S.B. 337, you must get parents' permission for sex educational materials to be taught to your children. You have to get permission for have sex ed taught to your children. That's fantastic, because there have been way too much graphic sex ed, I think. I took sex ed in school, but it wasn't all this graphic pro-gay whatever and everything. So those are just some bills. But I do have a question about the Sleepy, and it's not really a comment. I'm confused. What's this uproar about taxpayer money going to the sleepy, and and I know it's going to be demolished, is it because, wasn't it that there were going to be homeless people who were going to be housed yes. during COVID? Yes, uh, the, they had the, COVID?
2: The, the, the reason, and, and I put this in my article when I wrote it, uh, uh, Mayor, Mayor John Engen was, absolutely savaged by uh, critics when they had said they were going to spend a $1, $1. 9 million 1.9 million dollars to purchase a sleepy inn motel uh without really knowing that that money was coming from federal funds from from the covid funds and uh that w- the way they use the sleepy inn was when someone, uh, whether it was a transient or perhaps a, a, a part-time worker or whatever, got out of the hospital with COVID and had no place to go, they would put them up at the Sleepy Inn Motel. Now, I'm not sure exactly who paid the bill for that, whether each individual was charged and had to reimburse the county. I don't know. These are all questions that need to be answered.
16: I see. Well, it sounds like an excellent a uh, uh, thing. For, uh, 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 it, it sounds like an excellent project for taxpayers' money. Maybe that didn't come out right, but I would support my taxpayer money, whatever, going to help the homeless who have, you know, COVID. I wouldn't want them just be re- re- wandering around the streets where I would get COVID. Then we have to help. The homeless people. That was the whole idea. You know, I'm, I'm not even necessarily talking about shelters. I mean, talking about the whole thing. If they have COVID or ever, we are our brother's keeper. We can't just say, I don't want my taxpayer money used to help those people. Well, there's still people in the image of God, you know. So that's where my social justice hat, go you know, comes in. So I know a lot of people would disagree with me, but, you know. And, you know, of course, back to free speech. I, I'm, I'm against, like you said, you are talking about with Dave's comment, you know, I, I mean, it's absolutely horrible to threaten a senator. Even though I don't like John Tester, I would never threaten him like that. That's not free speech, but political speech, like you know, Fox saying that the Dominion machines were rigged against Trump. That's just political speech. That I mean, I mean, are they going to now sue Trump or have well, Trump put in jail because? Well, I think why I,
2: I I think Dave's point was that not not yeah. that they that they said. Um, you know what they said what they said but the effect of what they said caused a financial harm to the company uh... because of what they said in other words they suffered financial loss because of those comments and i think that's that's where the real lawsuit is 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 coming in uh... they they, they want fox or whatever news organizations participated in that to to say okay we were wrong and make retribution or a restitution
16: rather interesting it sounds like kind of they just want fox news off the air I mean, yeah, free speech has limits. If I were a politician and I falsely accused another politician running against me of child molestation when he never molested a child in the first place, that is libel. But we're, we're getting in kind of a, a dangerous ground when we talk about limiting political speech. So those are my things for today.
2: All right, Emmett, thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate it.
16: Thank you. Uh, let's
2: get Ed on the line. Ed, thanks for holding, sir. You are on TalkBack. What's on your mind?
17: Well, uh, after these really big uh, topics, uh, including (laughs) the uh, the Sleepy Inn, maybe on City Talk somebody comes come down and talk about about that, but what I have to bring up is really trivial. I feel like I should probably just hang up, Uh, but uh, about the fishing license, what I do is print a copy off the computer, and then I make... I make copies of it, Xerox copies of it. I don't think all they want to know is your account number, your name, and your address, uh, that kind of stuff. And I even photo-reduce it a little bit so I'm not carrying around an 8 by 10 piece of paper in my wallet. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so so anyway, just maybe ask them if uh, making copies uh, you know, well, is I, possible. I, I can't
2: imagine how, how uh, Fish, Wildlife, and Parks would know... Once you've downloaded your, your original document, how would they know if you make 50 or 60 copies? And why, why would they care? I mean, you're not going to distribute them yeah, to friends right. and that sort of thing. I mean, you're, you're doing it you know, so that you can have that license. And when you do, do go out into the, into the field and you're able to fill your tag or whatever, you can present it to the game warden and say, hey, uh, this is the third one, by the way, because the other two washed out, but here's, here's a copy of the original. So I'm sure that'll be okay.
17: One copy in a Ziploc bag in my fishing (laughs) vest and the other photo reduced. Yes, that's what I do. Uh, Make sure I have one. But uh, another trivial, real trivial point here. Go for it, man. Yesterday, I think uh, Bob mentioned inflection point that we've reached an inflection point. You hear that more and more. And mathematically, I don't think it's an inflection point because it's a mathematical term. Uh, Just picture the classical bell curve, you know. You start down at the baseline and it curves up and then it curves over the top and comes back down. The other side, okay, there's a change from concave up at the beginning to concave down. Okay, you reach a point where now the curvature is concave down. That point is the inflection point. And I'm not sure, it's on the side of a bell curve, and I'm not sure uh, how that relates to uh, what folks are, uh, how they're trying to use it. So I think maybe turning point okay okay we've reached a turning point I'll, I'll agree with but i won't agree with inflection point
2: ed you are an incredibly literate guy really really appreciate yeah, it I, <laughs> I don't know
17: that okay <laughs> thanks, thanks so much ed hey, for, forget everything i said now and let's no, go back to some real topics. no
2: don't be silly i really appreciate <laughs> yeah. your call stay with us we're going to take a break we have harry and susan it's open phones we've had a uh, a plethora if you will of uh, of topics so far this morning and uh whatever on your mind that's the whole idea behind open phones
16: we'll be back hi i'm dan with the
18: need to replace your social security card in most states you can request one online with a my social security account A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can also get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash my account. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at taxpayer expense.
2: We are back on Talkback. 721 is our number. You guys have uh, hit it out of the park so far with open phones. Uh, Harry is up first. Harry, good morning. Thank you so much for holding and your patience. Appreciate it.
10: Yeah, yeah good morning. Yeah, just a quick suggestion for the gentleman whose stomach was screaming uh, Tums. That helps me a lot. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, what uh, the Republicans conservatives always say they want less uh, laws and regulations. Less government. So uh, right. I, my suggestion yeah, so my suggestion for the the legislature is they meet every two years, but only every four years they can introduce laws and regulations. The other time they just do uh, budget. That's that would really limit down because the, that's all they do over there. They make new laws, regulations. So I mean, limit that to every four years, and then you know actually narrow down instead of you know. I mean, I I do know do they you, have we have to be protected against those do you, insidious do you, men in dresses. Do you want to uh, do you, you want
2: to yeah. hear a very interesting statistic, Harry? Uh, yeah. in, in in every and I think Nick can back me up on this. In every Montana legislative session, there's usually about two thousand bills that are, you know, written and presented, and so the the legislature has to go through the the house and the senate. It, of course, the transmittal day is coming up tomorrow, and so the house and senate have to figure out which ones they're going to be uh, doing and uh so just think of that two thousand pieces of legislation oh, okay. that have to be considered uh and uh, they can't just dismiss them out of hand they have to be heard in a hearing all that sort of thing so so it's a right. very very interesting very intricate way they do that so anyway go yeah, ahead so
10: if they if they limit it to every four years then they'd really have to limit <laughs> it downtown what oh, really God. is important I, I, on that the the drag show uh thing I got very few questions or some questions on that. It's Like, okay. who do they determine gets to look at, you know, have the person lift up their dress or drop their drawers to see what if they're a man or a woman? I, who gets to do that job? That's what I want to know. I mean, I've seen some drag uh, people who are very feminine. I mean, I, I'm more feminine than some of the they, legislators. I know not to be uh, assaulting, but you know, there's some amazing-looking drag people. You wouldn't know that they're a woman unless. You knew it yeah.
2: so, I mean, may, may, may I share something uh, for, uh, yeah. some words uh, the Columbia Falls is representative Braxton Mitchell is the bill 's primary sponsor and uh, and, and uh, uh, Braxton said quote, "The purpose of the bill is to prohibit children from attending drag shows. We need to let kids be kids we don 't allow them at strip clubs, nightclubs, and the list goes on. Drag shows are hypersexual unfortunately, in recent years they 've been aimed at children." My constituents as well as Republicans in the Montana House of Representatives believe in the age-appropriate events for children, end quote.
10: But, yeah, I mean, they you put their hypersexual, are they? I mean, there's a, uh, a, a dance crew that are men in t- tutus. It's co- as, as co- comedic. Men in types. But still, that's still drag. Yeah. Hmm? It's still drag. It's still men dressed as women. I mean, with Dame Edna, that was a—she's well-known. RuPaul. I mean, these people are well-known— and uh, you know that, like, say Dame Edna, she, that was a he, I guess, or was a comedian, but it was still in drag. So I mean, was that hypersexual? I didn't think so. I mean, you know, it's like say, who gets to have to look in their uh, look at, under their dress to see if they're a woman or a man? Yeah, that's what I want to know.
2: All right, Harry. Uh, right. Well, uh, yeah, yep, maybe, uh, maybe you should apply.
10: <laughs> no,
2: thank you. I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> all right. Harry, thanks for the call. All right. is our number. Susan, good morning. You're on Talkback. Hi. What's going on?
1: Well, I'm just going to comment on the drag situation. Those drag shows are hyper sexy, sexy. They are absolutely disgusting. The men that are dressed up like women prance around. They do all kinds of sexual motions there is no business having children see that kind of garbage and i don't know whether I, I don't i haven't read that bill but i'm glad that the legislature is at least talking about it because uh, it is another insult to our family values and uh in, and there shouldn't be any of that kind of behavior In a library or in a gymnasium of a school, especially an elementary school, for that matter, even a high school. But anyway, that's not why I called. Um, We have, have, um, for whatever reason, over the last few years, our liberal politicians feel it is their duty to become entrepreneurs on the backs of taxpayers. And the Sleepy Inn is just one example of, uh, and, and I also point to e- uh, eco-compost, uh, businesses that have been purchased by a taxpayer's money. And I, for one, do not think the government is the answer to um, taking care of us, especially when it comes to buying out somebody's business. And uh, granted, if a business wants to sell, that's okay, I guess, if they want to do that. But I don't think, as a taxpayer, we should have to foot the bill. Sleepy Inn was funded by FEMA, which another caller pointed out. FEMA is taxpayer money. Right. It's just, so it's just everybody's the mayor, taxpayer money. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So for the for the mayor to... Haughtily suggest that this is a done deal and that this is a moneymaker for us when it was taxpayers money that purchased the, the property in the first place for a very inflated price and then fema reimbursed us for our taxpayer money wait a minute it was the taxpayers that reimbursed us so we've got taxpayer money out and taxpayer money in And now they're going to sell the property, probably for a loss, because now they're going to demolish it, which is what should have happened in the first place. And I do not agree with any of the callers that think we should be in charge of taking care of somebody that, for whatever reason, can't get their act together. I never have had a handout. I started working at 15, and I know a lot of people started working at 15 and I never had a handout and it's because if I needed money and I needed to pay my bills I got three jobs it's called get a job and quit going on the dole and quit putting your hand out at Walmart with a a little cardboard please feed me no you're an adult you need to feed yourself
2: all right all right Susan thanks for the call you gone? Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we're up against a break. Seven two one twelve ninety is our number. Marilyn and Tom are both waiting to uh, to uh, make their comments. This is Open Phones, folks. In case you just joined us, you're wondering what in the world are they talking about? Anything and everything that might be on your mind this morning. 721 1290 is our number. We've been a while since we've done this. You guys are doing great. So we'll be back with more of Talk Back with Open Phones right after this. Creative. No matter how large or small
3: your digging project may be, no matter how urban. Or rural, you
12: must always call eight one one before any digging project. Eight one one is our national one call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have
2: near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure
12: you do this for digging projects, big or small. Make the call to eight one one. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance.
18: Thinking about retirement? Make sure my Social Security account is a part of your plan. A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can find out if you're eligible to receive benefits, compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates, view spousal benefit estimates, and more. Plan for your future. Open a My Social Security account at SSA.gov/myaccount. Social Security: Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
2: Yeah, I love that. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. <laughs> okay, Nick, you, uh, you you have something from uh, somebody that?
3: Uh, uh, yeah, taxpayer. Rich had a comment for open phones. Right. He said. The mayor said the Sleepy Inn was a win for the city of Missoula. Where did all this CARES money come from? Where there's a winner, there are losers, the Montana U.S. taxpayers. Once that land is developed, there will be tax tiffs approved for development of the site, another L for taxpayers. The mayor needs to be more honest about the bad decision to buy that property. Thanks. And that's well, uh, from Rich. Yeah. D- d- just in, this is just my opinion, okay,
2: but <laughs> the loser in this is... Every single uh, uh, citizen in the country who is responsible for the national debt of like thirty one point four trillion dollars with a T with 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 every one of these new programs that goes out. Yes, it does good things. Yes, it helps people in the short run. Yes, it is. Some of this is very, very necessary. But you have to remember, we're going to have to pay the piper someday. Mm-hmm. We can't just keep doing this and doing this and doing this and just, you know, it, it's, it's like the M&M running, running on the the, the, the little uh, uh, counter at, at the grocery store trying to escape being scanned, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's going to catch up with us, and I do not know what's going to happen. When when that bill comes time to pay, I do not know what's going to happen.
3: Yeah, but who do you pay it to? Who's the piper? Ourselves? We make it each I mean, Well, uh, the, uh, the people we owe money to. Yeah. Put it that way. All right. So let let's let's
2: move right along. I do want to hear about from me, let's get Marilyn on the line. Hi Marilyn, good morning. You're on TalkBack. Hi.
15: Hi. So yesterday's show, um I was actually boiling at the boiling point yesterday wow. um with the philosopher and the buffalo and get rid of the dams and and the the buffalo know how to better manage our forests than you know, say, our timber industry. Um, anyways, I saw propaganda all throughout that, and it really bothered me. Well, you, and, should have, you
2: should have called.
15: Well, I wanted to, but I was so angry and so boiling that <laughs> okay. I thought, I'm just going to sound like a lunatic. And, um, But I, I was really surprised that there was no other pushback, and I was listening for that also. And you know i know people i've got i know people that as soon as bobs side and shorts comes on they turn the dial because they don't like usually the topics that he brings and um so they automatically turn the dial but i was troubled also by you know a lot of times the philosophy of these animal rights people you know i wanted to call and ask the guy uh Do you care about humanity, humans? I mean, removal of the dams, this is going to... You know, he's from the U.K. Look at their energy crisis over there. And the removal of the dams here, this all fits into the United Nations, Agenda 21, Agenda 31, turning Montana into a park, bringing the country to its knees. It's not America first. Um, So he comes here, and he's going to propagandize the students to turn them more into... You know, climate change, Nazis. I mean, I just couldn't stand it, and so I wish you would have called. There you go. I
2: wish you would have called. I mean, uh, I, I I think uh, Bob is going to try to have him on again. So uh, if, if he if well, he's on again, you should call.
15: Yeah, you, and you, I you would, have, you have I every probably, you have every
2: right to say what you're saying because this is what you believe. So go ahead.
15: Well, I probably will if I'm listening that day and. You know, it really troubled me. I mean, I personally don't want more people from the university to come and spew their (sighs) propaganda all over us, because that is the problem with our culture today, is these lefties, these socialists, these Marxists that are changing the thoughts and ideas and lives. I mean, I'm in the middle of a book right now that... A family member wrote, and it is ripping me apart.
2: Oh, I'm sorry to hear
15: that. Because of the culture, I mean, but because of our prayers and our God, she's alive, and the members of her family are alive. Yeah, they were caught up in this rotten, disgusting culture that is being pushed on us, but because she's a little older. <sighs> Anyways, I'll share more about this story as time goes by, but right. it's, I mean, it's a praise report and yet yeah. it's so disturbing what yeah. she had to live through because of what is going on in our culture. And this transgender thing has got to stop.
2: All right, Marilyn, thanks
3: for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, And I'll just it, make a quick going, point. Yeah, um, yeah. I know Marilyn said that there's friends of hers or people that she knows that, you know, turn off the show when when Bob comes on. I hear the opposite as well. There's a lot of people that don't necessarily like to listen to Talk Back, but when they know Bob's going to come on and have a different point of view and a different guest, that's when they turn us on. So it's kind of a double-edged sword there because I know it's a little different than some of our regular programming but yeah, but yeah just to just, uh, give that little disclaimer out there and, too and,
2: and I will say when we have when we have global hotspots and when we have the KGVO book club uh, the conversation is usually pretty lively so uh, yeah, the, the, the 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 one solution to if you hear something on the radio you don't like what's your name? turn it off Doug, we'll put you on I, I don't know what else to say we're going to come right back. 721-1290 is our number. Uh, 1-800-568-5309. We have Tom and Doug both waiting. We'll be right back.
12: I'm Chris Jackamick. I served in the United States Air Force, and I have deployed three times. So in 2017, I was serving as an Air Force First Sergeant. Our motto in that role is my job is people. Everyone is my business. But unfortunately, in that year, I would lose my own brother, Lance Corporal Adam Jackamick, to suicide. The majority of veteran suicides are from guns. I store my weapons securely, not only for myself, but for my family. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. My service never stops.
15: Brought to you by N Family Fire and the Ad Council.
12: Lorraine knew she wanted to adopt a teenager from foster care.
16: I love teenagers. I think it adds an element of fun because you can really do activities as a family that everybody loves.
12: The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption believes you're never too old for family. More than 20,000 children in the U.S. are at risk of aging out of foster care without a family. Learn how you can help at org.
2: Hey, we are back. This is Talk Back. It's open phones, and you guys are hitting it out of the park. Really appreciate all of your calls. Uh, Tom's up first. Hey, Tom, go ahead, sir. Yeah, good morning. Uh, uh, good to talk to you guys. Uh, talking
6: about uh, Lieutenant Sean last week, talking about the... Uh, the drug task force i believe in missoula yeah, Sean I, I don't remember yeah. his last
2: yeah, yeah. man yeah.
6: well you know okay well yeah great guy and i you know this is opinion you know talk back uh, so anyway my opinion uh, missoula city of missoula actively recruits uh, homeless people to come to missoula i mean people may disagree that's just my opinion so anyway what i'm t- thinking about is the the trickle down effect of the homeless people, which a lot of them, you know, there are some that are down and out, but there's quite a few of them are, you know, have problems with drugs and alcohol. Now, you know, if you have a drug problem and you're homeless and you don't have a job, where do you get the money to buy your drugs? So, the kind of the trickle-down effect I'd like to talk to you a little bit about is is the petty crime that that homelessness brings to Missoula. You know the people whose garages are broken into. Their their bicycles are stolen. Their cars are broken into. You know, there's, there's an effect that, that nobody seems to think about. They just go, well, we've got to help these people. We've got to feed their drug problems. And and uh, I, I'm just wondering what you think about the 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 petty crime. I, I I didn't I didn't get a chance to call in that day because it was kind of busy. But mm-hmm. you know, how that how that affects you know the people your average person in Missoula that's just you know a lot of money to buy something or, uh, you know, buy their kid a bike or they're, you know, they'd buy something for themselves. They have a nice car and the windows get smashed out and, right. you know, people are stealing stuff and, and I, I just, you know, that, and you know, then the home, the, the housing problem, you know, as we actively recruit, uh, the homeless people to, uh, to come to Missoula, you know, uh, it just becomes worse and worse. And now I see where the city of Portland is, has got something, uh, uh, built to pass to, uh, to give the homeless people a thousand dollars a month. Yep. And
2: Denver's doing the same thing. Yeah.
6: It's been So anyway, that's what I got. And, uh, you know, and, and as far as the break, breaking down the dams and letting all the water run away, uh, you know, ask the people in California, they, they've, uh, they've, I think four or five years ago, they, they, uh, passed bills to build new reservoirs. So they wouldn't end up in these drought situations. And, uh, they the, the environmentalists have tied him up in court the whole time. They haven't built one new wow. reservoir. You wow. Know. So anyway, that's my thoughts for today, guys. Uh, <laughs> a great open
2: show today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your call. It's always a pleasure hearing from you, sir. Thank you. Let's get Doug on the line next. Doug, good morning. Thanks for holding. You're on TalkBack. Go ahead, sir.
10: Well,
0: good morning, and thank you for the show. Um, there, there was a minor thread running through the conversation this morning about uh, about trivial items, and I want to bring one up. Go for it. Uh, It seems seems that through our entire uh, media today, uh, people are forgetting the difference between a person shaking their head and nodding their head. People actually say, yeah, he shook his head up and down. What (laughs) happened to the term of just giving it a nod?
2: Right, exactly.
0: Uh, it, anyway and 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 I, on a not so trivial point the term that we're hearing an awful lot of uh is is the public private partnerships okay and this this is affecting virtually every major issue and it is what the government is touting as a solution if you look up the definition of fascism that is exactly what fascism is it's a public private partnership where the government sets the rules and the private entity do does their bidding and the best example of that today is Facebook and and previously twi- Twitter, but the that is the flow of information in the United States, and it is truly a public private partnership. It's fascism. Thank you very much. All I'll right. Continue to listen.
2: Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Timothy's up next. Tim, good morning. You're on Talkback. Thank you for holding, sir. What's on your mind? Hello, Timothy?
0: Yeah, this is Timothy.
2: Tim, Tim, you're on. Go ahead, please, sir. Okay, very good. I was just gonna clarify our
7: national debt, the better than thirty one trillion, is bought up by people that borrow us money. We sell they buy our T bills, our Treasury bills. Right. Japan is the number one holder. China's right behind them, and there's just loads of countries in behind that. So If the inflation dollar rate, when they come to collect on this, they're not going to want a bunch of bogus dollars. They're going to say, hey, we want that port in San Francisco. We want that port over in Newport News. We want that port in Virginia. We want that port in Louisiana. And what are we going to do? You own the money. And uh, that point gone. One more. This really gets me. When it comes to your LGBTQ, STD and your BBDs. Okay. When they're dead, well-placed forty Smith and Western hydroshock would take care of that situation. They wouldn't even know themselves. Okay. sex they are.
2: All right. Thanks. Thanks that's for the call. That's that's, that's enough. That they, we don't we don't condone violence of any effect on this show. We're going to take a break. Catherine, Jeff, and Carl uh, all waiting to visit with us. We have about eight minutes left in the show, folks. You guys are doing great. Uh, by the way, we do not. We do not sanction any uh, threat of violence of any kind on this show. So just so you know,
3: we'll be right back. The Peterson C. How was your job to school?
6: Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. i to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and...
1: Let's try that again.
6: I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted.
15: Visit org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
2: Okay, we're back. Nick Christensen over there taking your phone calls. And by the way, real quickly, someone called and asked uh, if today was National Anthem Day. It's not tomorrow. Uh, March 3rd is uh, President Hebert Hoover. He- Herbert Hoover. Sorry. <laughs> Signed a congressional order into law, making the star-spangled banner America's national anthem. So just your one, in case you're wondering, you want something to celebrate tomorrow, go for it. There you go. Oh, say, who, who's up next? This is Jeff. Catherine. Oh, Catherine. Catherine, good morning. You're on TalkBag. Thanks for holding. Go ahead, please.
9: Good morning. Three quick points, okay? Go ahead. Um, first, Greta Thunberg, you know who she is. Yes. The environmentalist kid. How dare you? From, uh, right. uh you know, Yeah, how dare you? She uh, and her group were uh, just removed from uh, government grounds in Oslo for protesting the implementation or the uh, uh, um, protesting for the removal of a wind farm. So she's not an environmentalist. She was talking about green colonization. What she is for is um, the... uh, uh, getting rid of all sorts of uh, energy for all sorts of reasons all over the world. Number two, forced charity is not charity. It's, uh, it is uh, taxation without, you know, somebody saying, yeah, I want to give money to this person. In other words, um, charity is putting your own hand in your own pocket of your own free will. Okay. Third, Walmart is closing the last two stores that it has in Portland because there's been too much loss to shoplifting and the city doesn't consider the crime under nine hundred and fifty dollars
2: well i i I will tell you just real quick as an aside my daughter and son-in-law live in seattle and columbia sportswear which had their 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 signature you know uh, headquarters store right in downtown seattle when they passed that bill people just came in and just cleaned them out and every time they'd resupply they'd clean them out and now they've moved the bottle. They, they've gotten out of seattle altogether yep. specifically because of that right. type of uh, legislation right
9: well when walmart closes um you know things are getting bad so
2: okay well said thank ma'am you. thank you thanks so much for the call Yeah, getting pretty crazy right here jeff is up next all right jeff good morning you're on talkback
14: hi Hey, I'm just wondering if uh, Hebert Hoover is going to go out there as a uh, correlated to <laughs> <laughs> I misspoke myself. <laughs> and, uh, that's right. Uh, it just struck me as kind of comical. Uh, three things real briefly. Number one, I loved having Christopher on yesterday, and I'm extremely pro-life. I didn't see anything in there that contradicted any of my... Uh, beliefs i don't think it's an either or that you have to you know ecology versus abortion is i don't understand the connection there i think it's a both and you can want to have a healthy environment with lots of species doing everything they can together and you know as thomas soul said there are no solutions there are only trade-offs so what's the trade-off of a dam is you know how much how many salmon is it worth to have a dam i don't know that's a discussion we can have but it's not a it's not an either-or thing. It's a both-and. All right. Um, number Go ahead. Number two is uh, uh, the uh, tax credits that the, governor, uh, the state of Montana is giving back. Um, a good analogy for me, I hear a lot of uh, folks out there saying, well, you know, we need to take this money and give it to those in need. And the thought for me is, you know, we have to buy, pre-buy our propane. We don't have to, but we do pre-buy our propane at a uh, discounted rate in the fall. And that way we have propane at that rate all the way through the through the winter. Now, if I didn't use up all my propane, they didn't come and fill my tank and they owed me money back, um, I don't think it would be right for them to say, you know, you don't really need that money. We're going to give it to the people who can't afford to have their tanks filled rather than give you your money back. Um, that to me is the analogy that's happening here. It's the people who pay in who are getting their money back. It's not poor people uh, getting robbed of money somehow that, uh, that they deserve. Right. Uh, and so uh, I think it's, I think people, uh, don't understand that. And, um, I can't remember what the third one was. <laughs> That's
2: okay. <laughs> I I'm there all the time, my friend. Yep. All right, but, Jeff. Uh, Yeah, Well, Uh, we're running out of time. Thanks. Thanks so much for the call. It's always a pleasure hearing from you. Uh, Carl is up next. Carl, good morning. We have about three minutes left on talkback, sir. Go ahead.
6: Yes, not all of us that are functioning this place called homeless are deceitful and evil like the majority of them at the Pavarello. I led somebody to use my phone at the Pavarello and he screenshotted my information of the phone and he stole the SIM card out of the phone and it's trackable because it was a new SIM card through an EBT government free phone service because I'm on Social Security with mm-hmm. a disability. And as soon as I noticed it within an hour, I emailed the information to our federal senator representatives of Dane and Tester mm-hmm. and others in regards to the Pavarello. The Pavarello advocates the deceitfulness. That the society needs to realize as they're realizing it, and I'll take my perspective off the air.
2: Well, thanks for the call, sir. We appreciate it. Uh, it's an opinion-based show, so are we are we done? We're done. So we're done. Okay. Well, we have we have two minutes left. So, uh, what what's coming up on now? now? Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow's a big day. Do, 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 do. It's uh, the, the first catching the big ones. Uh, they're, they're back. We 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 lovingly call it. The Fishing Show. And so the captain and his crew uh, are going to be over at at Paradise Falls. And they'll be there at 8 o'clock. So we will not have talk back on from 8 until 9. So, now, what's coming up uh, tomorrow on Talkback? This is a pretty big deal.
3: Uh, from 9 to 10, we'll have former Governor Mark Roscoe join us. He is going to be in the studio. Yes, very. And he was willing to be on yes. from 8.30 to 10. Right. And we had to change things, obviously, because right. of the fishing show. But it it sounds like, you know, he's he's excited to take calls. And um sounds like he might become one of a regular... Regular guests, if things go well tomorrow, we'll see Yes, and, and it's very, very interesting. Uh,
2: I, I, I have quite a, quite a history with, with uh, former Governor Roscoe in that years and years and years, a billion years ago, uh, when, I, when I was young, I, I was the, uh, the MC at both of his inaugural balls. Oh, so, no way. <laughs> yeah, and, and even when, and this is really interesting, even when he was running against Rob Nadelson, And so uh, this before, you know, Rob became a part of our program and Mm -hmm. all that. So it's going to be very
3: interesting to have him in the the studio. And real quick for those that maybe, you know, didn't hear the news. What was it? Last week, the reason we reached out to Governor Osco was why? Because
2: Because there was a resolution within the state legislature saying that he can't call himself a, a Republican anymore because he doesn't represent the Republican Party as it exists in Montana today. And so... His words were, and he'll probably say this tomorrow, is that if, if you swing so far to the right and you're stuck there, the, 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 he said it's a round world and what goes around will come around. And eventually the Democrats will be in charge and they'll treat you exactly the way you treated them right now so it's anyway be a great conversation yeah it's gonna be a, and we hope that you'll take part in that conversation as well you go out and have a wonderful day everybody we'll see you tomorrow morning bright and early at six o'clock for montana morning